Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast. I'm Minerva Maharaj, a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer turned certified spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching. Each week, I'll be bringing you practical spiritual tools, tips, meditations, and interviews with powerful thought leaders. My intention is to bring you one step closer to the life you've been dreaming of. If you are joining us for the first time or have been a loyal follower, I thank you for being here. There is something in you calling out for more, so it's not by accident you've landed here. Now, let's get connected to the beautiful life that awaits you. Welcome everyone to another episode of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj, and today I have another special guest with me. I am sharing with you all my best kept secrets of who have helped me, mentored me, my business, and helped take my life and business to the next level. So I want to introduce you to Lewis. Lewis is a martial martial arts and entrepreneur, martial artist, I should say, an entrepreneur. I'm just excited that you're here, Lewis. And he practices and teaches capoeira, which is a Brazilian martial art. The Discipline and skill set he has learned through martial arts is the core of his business philosophy, perseverance, and the pursuit of excellence in everything one chooses to endeavor in. Currently, he runs a marketing agency and works with clients in a plethora of different industries, and he has helped me with my business. Welcome, Lewis. Thank you so much for having me. So I wanted to, well, first of all, share with everybody how wonderful you are and just how inspiring you are because you really do uphold yourself to a high level of excellence. So I want to talk about today about how to achieve a level of excellence in no matter in in anything you do. So talk to me a little bit about this standard that you hold yourself up to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think like I, like I mentioned, it, uh, it was instilled in me through my martial arts training. And I suppose that um, that belief in myself and uh, that, um, that discipline I, I've carried through in, in everything that I've done in my life. And I, I tried to hold the people around me to the same sort of standards because I know what people are capable of. And I know a lot of times people will sell themselves short and uh, if they don't have someone pushing them or they don't have someone, um, you know, uh, uh, rooting them on, so to say, uh, it's difficult. It's sometimes difficult to actually get what your true potential is out of um, whatever it is you're choosing to do. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into martial arts? Yeah, good question. So when I was two years old uh, at the Vancouver Children's Festival, I saw uh, Capoeira being practiced and I still have the memory to this day. And I, uh, I remember seeing them and I would, I would emulate them and, and pretend, you know, in, in, my, in my bedroom at home, I'd pretend to do uh, the different movements and I'd do handstands on the wall and I'd jump from my dresser to my bed and I would see them at different events and festivals uh, throughout my childhood. And then when I was six, my mother enrolled me in, in, um, in actual classes and, uh, I mean, up until up until the pandemic, I had been training, uh, you know, a couple times a day. Sorry, a couple times a week. Uh, sometimes a couple times a day, uh, and uh, and yeah, I, I would say that that's what I'm best at. And you know, like you like you mentioned, I and like I said, I I choose to uh, 
uh, implement the same philosophy in everything else I do because that's what I know best and it, it gets it gets results. Mm-hmm. Well, it sure does. And I think as you just share that story about when you were two years old, it's almost like a moment of your soul awakening or your it just spoke the language to your soul and it just awoken something in you. Yes. So talk to me about how you started, how this all led you to the marketing agency that you have now. Yeah, good question. So um, I guess uh, where that story begins is before the marketing agency. Um, right out of high school, I, I wanted to be an actor. And I, I sort of always knew I did. Like since I was a young kid, I, would, I, would, I was always into the performing arts. And um, basically when I was, you know, 18, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to I'm going to go all into this. And my, my thought process was, is by the time that, you know, my peers get out of university and start looking for jobs, I'll have already gotten my, my way into the industry and I'll start booking um, significant roles. And, uh, you know, I did that for, for quite a few years and right up until the point um, that I started getting relatively good and seeing like a modicum of success is when I realized that I really didn't like the industry. Um, and at that same time, I was sort of going through, like, um, I wouldn't go as far as to say an identity crisis, but I, I realized that like, I wasn't living, um, up to my potential, I suppose. And I stumbled across some videos on YouTube and I was seeing kids, you know, like kids that were younger than me making a lot of money. And, um, it, it just, seemed like something that intrigued me. It, it, the business model made sense and I decided to buy a few courses and I pretty much did a complete 180 in my life. I went from, you know, walking one day, walking down one path and completely turned around and went down the other way. Um, and I guess that's where, uh, you know, what, what is, what has led me to where I am today. Yeah. That's inspiring. I love that. story. I didn't know that about you, that you wanted to be an actor. I was doing acting as well. So were you in anything that we may have seen? Yeah, I was in um, uh, Riverdale for in the first season for like a little bit, like tiny bit, and then like commercials and a bunch of other TV shows in, in, uh, in Vancouver. Yeah. Amazing. And it, it's so interesting how you kind of need those moments to unfold in order to bring you to the awareness that you're out of alignment to, mm-hmm. to what you're supposed to do. And now you are truly, I feel, living and have stepped into your fullest potential or doing something that serves on such a highest, higher level. So talk to me about like, what are the steps to achieve or and maintain that level of excellence in no no matter what it is you do whatever job or industry or what are the steps to achieve that level of excellence and to maintain it okay so there's there's quite a lot to unpack there i think the the fastest way to do anything that you that you want to do and it sort of ties back into that uh that like knowing the internal knowing that you're, you're capable of doing something, but mm-hmm. we, we want to talk about things that are actually actionable. So the first thing that you do is you find someone who's already exactly where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And 
it's better, like the better that that person is at that thing, the better it is for you because you're going to be able to emulate the actions they take, the way they think. Um, and in my opinion, that's like the first step is you find someone who's already there, who's, and more importantly, has gone through the road that you're about to go through Yes. because they're going to be able to help you um, identify the pitfalls where they went wrong and you'll be able to ask them questions. And, but more importantly, um, like there is a, there is a transfer of energy, I suppose. So like you, you want to be around those people and, and start to embody their, their personality traits and characteristics, and then use those in, in the pursuit of whatever it is you're, you're going after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really do. It's so contagious, the people that you are around. And so if you want to be at a higher level, I truly believe that you need to be surrounded with like-minded and higher vibed, higher level energy people. What uh, and having a mentor, which is huge. Yeah, yeah, then that's that's sort of what I mean. I mean, like, you know, sometimes it's difficult to go to the top and get them to be your mentor. Um, a lot of times in business, that actually is the case. Um, like, there's a lot of older guys that are really successful, but there there's no one calling on them for their their expertise anymore, and um, they're they're more than willing to to extend their hand and and help a younger guy or or woman out. Um, so I think, you know, in business, it's, it's easy to find a mentor. You, you want someone who's been really successful. Um, but you know, it, it really doesn't matter what you're doing. You just want to find someone the best that you can. And, uh, you, you want to ask them to help you or, you know, seek them out. Um, a lot of times you're gonna have to pay for their information, but that is the fastest way to, to reach success in my, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. I think it really expedites the process of your growth. And when you grow and the more expanded you are, the more you're able to help others grow and expand. Um, so getting a mentor is really important. Being around like-minded people. Um, talk to me about mindset. How important is mindset in terms of achieving the next level of excellence? Uh, I'd say it's 90% of the game. There's a, there's a lot that ties into it. There's a lot that ties into it. And honestly, we could, we could sit here for two hours talking about this. So what I'll do is I'll just, I'll try to condense like the most important aspects of it. Um, mm -hmm. the, the first thing is you have to prime your mind and it, it, it sounds easier said than done, but you only want to focus on the outcomes that you want to have occur okay. and you don't want to let negative occurrences enter your, your, uh, your mind. Mm -hmm. um, you want to fixate on only the outcomes you want to have happen. And that in doing that, you'll find the solutions to the issues that arise. Mm -hmm. So I'd, I'd say that's the, the first place to start. Um, I mean, like Michael Jordan talks about, he, he'd never, he'd never think about, he'd never think about missing a shot before it was taken. Um, he'd never think about losing a game, anything like that. He would, he would only focus on one goal. He would fixate on that, which either was winning that game in front of them. And then beyond that was winning a championship. And that was the only thing he was ever focused on winning the game and then winning the championship and he'd never think about anything else so 
there's another element in there, which is focus. So Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, for those of you who don't know, are, are really good friends in person. And when they were younger, I think it was in the 90s, um, Warren was at Bill's father's house and Bill was there and, and Bill's father asked them both, what, what would you, what, what would both of you say is the most, you know, prominent contributing factor to your success? And he asked them to write down on a piece of paper what it was. And they both wrote down uh, what their answer was on a piece of paper. And they flipped it over simultaneously and they both wrote focus. Mm. So focus is a superpower. It's an absolute su superpower. And, and focus doesn't mean focus on one thing. Focus is actually a process of elimination. Mm -hmm. It's, it's easier to remove than it is to focus on one thing if you have too many things going on. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, another thing is like in, in Apple's offices, um, they would have, I, I don't know if it was on multiple different walls, but I know in under, it was in the, um, uh, the design offices. They'd have simplify, 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 then scratch, simplify out and simplify again. So focus is, is I mean, for me, one of the, one of the biggest things. Um, so we went over focusing on what you want. We went over focus. What's another thing that most people can implement and see massive changes in, in what they're doing? I mean, To be honest, I think those are the two biggest things that that most people aren't doing, and that they should do. Um, so I think I think we can leave it at that, um, as far as mindset goes. Yeah. Well, if we can go a little further on that, what I would ask is, it, it sounds so simple, but how do you get more focused? Like, how do you eliminate the noise and the distractions mm, or the yeah. negative thoughts that come up? How do you handle that? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, I'll answer the first question first and then the second one. <laughs> um, so the first one is um, uh, how, how do you focus? So you need to look at what's in your life right now. And most people are doing or trying to do three, four, five, six, seven different things at once. Mm -hmm. And they're getting about the same results in all of them. Mm -hmm. So, and honestly, like it's difficult to do if you're attached to these things, but if you want success in any of them, you're going to have to drop everything else, mm -hmm. at least until you've reached success in that one thing, because mm -hmm. you can't do anything if you're focusing on multiple things at, at a time, because you, you think of it like you, you're putting one inch of energy into seven different directions but if you just consolidated all of that and put it into one direction, you get seven inches of, of energy or output in that one thing. Yeah. So it is a process of elimination. It's not about being smarter. Like most people think focus is like, you just, you focus on one thing. Um, or I mean, like you, you, people think that it's like when you're in the moment, you focus on one thing. Now there is an element of that, like definitely staying present and like having perseverance and able and, and being able to, see a thing through to the end that's incredibly valuable mm -hmm. um but focus is far more a process of elimination whether that's people whether that's habits that you have whether that's different pursuits that you have um you know 
relationships. There's a lot of things that, that don't have a place or that shouldn't have a place in your life that you're keeping around because you're attached to them and they're preventing you from actually going anywhere in, in one direction. Yeah. Um, and, and most of the time, like if, if you don't sacrifice for your dream, your dream will become the sacrifice. That's something that I, I try to always say to myself. Um, now the other, the other, uh, part to your question was how do you stop yourself from thinking negative thoughts? So the first thing is it's not about stopping yourself from thinking them. It's not like, Oh God, I'm thinking this negative thought. Oh, I got to stop. But then you're just perpetuating it. Like yeah. if you have it, you have it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, you sort of let it pass, but what you want to be doing is creating a, a really positive feedback loop for yourself. So whether this is through affirmations or for, through visualization or through um, focusing on, on your wins, mm-hmm. um, having, a, having a practice that you do daily to, to prime your mind. I mean, these things are, are incredibly, yes. incredibly val- valuable and, and, and important. Um, so that's, that's what I do. Um, and then it just, it gets to the point where you sort of don't need those things anymore because you just, you feel like you're the shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And it, it really is about g- getting into the habit. And I, I like that you say, it's not about getting rid of it and judging because I think that does like what you resist persists. So it's almost like befriending it or allowing it to be there. And it's true. Just instead of trying to fight that is condition a new cycle um, that does serve you like the affirmations, the mantras and nurturing yourself in the positive way could um, decrease or maybe even eliminate that cycle or it doesn't have such a strong hold on you as it does before. And when it shows up, it's like, okay, I see you. And it just, it's easier to release and not allow it, your focus to go on that. Cause really what you focus on, that's where energy goes. So this is also powerful. Thank you. Yeah, of course. So one more thing, um, because this is, you know, I do believe in, you know, the soul and spirituality, and I know you have some component of that in your life. So let's talk about energy. Like how much of a role does energy play in being excellent and hitting that next level of excellence? How has it played out for you? And I know I'm asking a couple of questions there, but talk to me about energy. Yeah, so the biggest thing that comes to mind right now, and it's something that I'm, I'm trying to uh, focus on, is like always feeling good in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, uh, <laughs> well, if you want to get to the core of it, I mean, like most people are doing whatever it is they want to do, or they think they want success for some reason, but the real reason is they don't feel good in their body right now. So they're, they're, they're trying to achieve this thing because they think once they get it, they'll feel good in their body. Mm-hmm. There's a massive disconnect between what you feel and, and uh, the outside world. I think that's the case for most people in the West. Um, but what I found is that's, that's sort of the key is, um, being at peace in your body, being relaxed, and then feeling really good, yeah. feeling really good. So, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll take, and we can talk about the action here too. So whenever you That's feel any sort of, any sort of unpleasant feelings, the, the, 
instinctual reaction that people have to them is is to try to suppress them or or avoid them mm-hmm. but the, the key is actually just to feel them yes to really accept them and feel them so that's something that i've been implementing and uh and as far as energy goes i think like um that uh that's probably the most important thing that's actionable and then beyond that i mean you know you can you can say what you will about this but i i think that i'm like blessed and destined to to do whatever it is i i want to do um i i don't really care what people think about that i'm i'm okay sharing that um yeah no but this is the place because it's what we believe here that anything is possible really yeah yeah so um and then i mean apart from that like i you know i i think i have a strong connection with god i i mean and uh god to me is 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 everything it's like the the cosmic energy that permeates everything and um yes i think i've always had a strong connection yeah um in what ways do you find you easily connect to God or when you feel disconnected, what do you do to get connected to God? Presence. Mm-hmm. Feeling. And then meditating. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Awesome. Well, what else, what last words would you like to leave with our audience about reaching that level of excellence? You can have anything you want in life, but you can't have everything. What do you mean by that? You're going to have to pick. You're going to have to pick. And it's always easier if you're not fighting yourself. So whatever it is, there's something um, you'll know internally when it's right. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that internal feeling, it's going to be very difficult still doable but very difficult and you will have to pick and if you don't pick then quite honestly you you probably won't have any of it yeah and what i'm getting from that is really picking the path of least resistance you can always choose you can choose the hard way you choose the path of least resistant way that ease that flow listening to that feeling coming from that expansive deep knowing place and you really can choose. And I personally believe you can have it all when you follow that path of least resistance or you mm-hmm. follow that soul space, that energy being, whatever you want to call it. There's so many words, but I feel like we are these energy beings. And when you connect to that place and lead from that place, things can flow with ease and you can create anything like the same energy that created worlds created you and lives in you so you have that same power to create just hopefully you're choosing to create good over Mm -hmm. bad right Mm -hmm. thank you so so much for being here today lewis yeah of course my pleasure before we go, I like to do a lightning round with you. So I'm just going to throw out five questions and I want you to just shoot out the first word or phrase that comes to mind. Okay. 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 What's your favorite morning practice? Right now it's Wim Hof. What is that? <laughs> uh, the ice pan, his breathing technique. 
okay yes 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 I didn't hear you that's why <laughs> um what is a book that's changed your life um uh there's been a lot uh but most recently psycho cybernetics mm, cool what's your favorite podcast um yours <laughs> <laughs> I know that's true what's another one you're listening to um I guess this is cliche but uh Joe Rogan has a lot of people that are um that that I'd like to listen to I don't listen to podcasts that often but oh um, okay yeah fair enough fair enough what's your favorite element of nature the sun yeah and what's one word you would use to describe this year 2020 opportunity opportunity yes I love it I love mm -hmm. it well thank you thank you so much for being here and for sharing your wisdom with all of us and thank you to all our listeners for listening see you all next week bye-bye bye-bye